Hey Blockheads, this is DJ AK from NK Airplay Radio. And if you love what the My So-Called Whatever podcast crew is doing, check us out too. NK Airplay is an online radio station playing all your favorite hits from the 80s and 90s, especially the ones from those boys in the band, New Kids on the Block. Listen to artists like Boys to Men, Debbie Gibson, Tiffany, boy bands, girl bands, and many more. We play artists that are associated with or who inspired the new kids on the block, plus some of the artists that inspired us while we were growing up. Check us out on social media at NK Airplay Radio. And download the Live 365 app for your iPhone or Android phone and listen today. Friends forever, that's what we are. Through the thick and the thin, we're friendship stars. We're banger main buddies from the days of old. We laugh, cry, and hug, friendship's all in gold. My soccer, whatever started a year ago, we share our stories and your stories were told. 80s, 90s memories that give us glee. And on the block party shows, NKOTB. Now our friendship circle has grown by far. Hashtag friends forever, that's what we all are. Boom. And if you don't know, now you know. My soul called whatever for life. Hashtag MSCW Hashtag Friends Forever Yeah Uh, 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 uh Yeah We're on Hi Hello How's it going, guys? How's everybody doing? (laughs) Um, it is, what is it, Thursday? I think so It's Thirsty Thursday I have my water. I have a um, clear American cherry limeade. Wow. Yeah. So they're uh, very refreshing. Are they? Yes. I just drink water now. I should only drink water. And alcohol. <laughs> and sometimes wine. wine which is, is alcohol. Well, I was just gonna say. <laughs> we went to brunch. Not nope. We went to lunch. We did. That's right. And um I told you what my wine is, the wine that I really like is. Yeah, you did. What, what was it? Um, I can't remember I now. I can't remember either. Crap. Anyway, it wasn't the wine we had. Right. We had Prosecco. Right. And it was delicioso. It was good. It was good. And I was very happy to drink them. I like, it's like a very sweet wine. It's almost like Boone's Farm. Yeah. Pretty much. Nothing wrong with Boone's Farm. But it's it's like good. It's like, I can't remember what it's called. Okay. But it's very sweet. It's you like texted just, it to me. Yes. I'll right. have to look it up And later. they have it at Target. Oh, And I hey. get it and it's in a blue bottle. Oh, hey. That's where I get it. I went to Target tonight to get my drive up order. Was of, it good? Of kids clothes. Oh, that's nice. Um, So, how was your week? It was It was very good. Uneventful. Yeah. Which was nice. It rained a lot this week. So it I was kind of like, yucky. nah. But guess what? It's better than snow. Oh. Some people are getting snow. We're supposed to get snow next week. Yeah. Ugh. I hate snow. I Me hate it too. so much. I'm so upset. Why are we here? I'm so upset, guys. So I had a very eventful week. You did? I mean, yes and no. Okay. But I just, I worked and then I took some time off too and I got some stuff done around the house 
and I did more shopping. I've been shopping too much lately. I love like shopping. online shopping. I love online shopping. Um, and yeah, so that's what I've done. But it's, I feel like it's been a busy week. Yeah, busy. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like yeah, busy. Um, yeah. So. Should we get into this episode? Well, no. I think we have some stuff to talk about. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Are we going to talk about that now? Yeah. Okay. We have yeah. a couple things to talk about. Okay. Yeah. 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 So the first thing is that, thanks to a very very kind person, and I'm going to tell you what their name is. Well, first it was Mandy. Mandy sought out this person. And this person is, it's girl in love with a seahorse on Instagram. And she like has tons of magazines. And Mandy was like, hey, do you by any chance have, I can't remember now what what it was, like the April, was it April? Yeah, like, yeah. 1990, wow, magazine. Um, and she was like, actually, I do. And here's the letter. So Mandy got us the letter from Amanda, you guys. Also, we found Amanda on Instagram. Yes. I messaged her. I I know you messaged her personally, but I also messaged her. I don't think she wants to talk about it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Right. No, I don't think so. And that's okay. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, She, yeah, she hasn't responded to so um, I'm going to read the letter from Amanda to Wow Magazine that won the Wow Star Letter Award. And here it goes. I'm so excited. This is Amanda's letter that she wrote that everybody was like crazy and like going nuts. If you didn't catch, go back to our episode where we go through old magazines. Um, it was just a few episodes before. And uh, so here it is. No more new kids. Dear Wow, I have a complaint to make. It seems like every magazine in the world is turning into the New Kids on the Block fan club. What about all of us who don't think the New Kids are the greatest band ever? What? I don't even think they're all that cute. Blasphemy. (laughs) Jordan is okay looking, but the rest of them would never make it into my bedroom wall. Especially Donnie with that awful beard. Excuse me. Excuse me. I also think they're okay singers. But has anyone stopped to think where they would be without their manager, Maurice Starr? He's the person who put the band together, writes their songs, and produces their albums. Okay, well, so like, do other artists, like a lot of other artists, have somebody write their songs? Correct. Produce their music? Correct do all that but, she had a bone to pick she was a, she was a little girl i'm assuming yes um i hear for their next album the flop five in quotation marks are going to play all their own instruments and write their own songs well we'll just have to see how long they'll last on their own i hope they remember what happened to tiffany when she decided she could make it on her own does anyone still listen to her last record that's rude that is rude Please, please, please put a stop to so much NKOGB coverage. I'll be forever grateful. Amanda, I'm not going to say her last name, but her last name is here. Amanda S., New London, Connecticut. 
Want me to read what Steve said? Yeah, I want you to read what Steve said. <clears throat> so this is uh, Editor Steve's response. Yes. Well, Amanda, I don't know if too many of our readers are going to agree with you that we have too much New Kids coverage. However, for showing such amazing bravery against the millions, trillions, zillions of New Kids fans out there, and for daring to write us with your views, we're awarding you the WOW Star Letter of the Month Award. Now, the real question is, how many of our readers out there agree? Oh, wait. Steve was asking for it. Yes, he was. Steve wanted Steve wanted the drama. Steve wanted to have a four-page spread of he did. letters he acted, responding. He acted like, wow, this was... You asked for it. You asked for it, Steve. Yes, you did. You got what you asked for. Yes. Now, the real question is, how many of our readers out there agree or disagree with Amanda? What do you think? Are the new kids talented teens or talentless twerps? Can they make it on their own? Are they as good in concert as they are on their records? Let us know. We'll print your response in an upcoming issue of WOW. Editor Steve. Steve, you know what you did. That was fan-friggin-tastic. So that's amazing that I'm glad I have closure. You know what I mean? Like, I'm glad... I can finally be like, okay. Okay, we found the we letter. We found the we've letter. Read we've read it, and things are good. All is right in the world. Right. Okay, so I have one more thing to talk about. Yes. So, we read a story last week from Denise about, about her medium story. And how accurate it was. It's amazing. Let me tell you guys. So some of you reached out and said, I would love to hear a medium. I would love to hear on your podcast. So would I. Um, So guess what, guys? I think it's going to happen. We got in touch with him. And he, he, this is, we got an 80s medium for you. Because he loves the 80s. Amazing. Like, he loves our, what we talk about, what we do. Um, he even gave me a, like a, a reading. Like a mini reading. And um, you guys, it was crazy. It was crazy. I can't wait to have him on. It was crazy. And like, he's going to tell stories and it's going to be a great episode. So w- it's in the works. We right. think it's going to happen. Like, Pretty sure it's going to happen. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, it'll happen. It's just, right. Hopefully, it, it might be soon. Right. I hope we'll so. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. So but we'll let you know. Definitely. Of course. So yeah, that was. Thank you, Denise. Thank you so for much for connecting us with him, and we're so excited. So yeah. So that's. I mean, the mini reading was insane. He knew about Caesar, my dog. That's so cool. He knew it was a black dog. He knew he died of cancer. And that it spread really fast. Hmm. That was crazy. Then he's like, but you also have a Shih Tzu with a name that begins with a letter B. <clears throat> I had a dog. You had a you had a, a shitty dog a, named Buddy. A mean dog. Yeah. Oh, he had a little buddy. Yeah. He was not my little buddy. He was mean. No, he was an asshole. Yeah, he was. He totally was. Um, which I was surprised he came through. But um he did. Maybe he feels bad. Maybe he just wanted one last nip. No. <laughs> um, and then my grandfather came through. That's crazy. Which I've wanted so bad, you guys. Like, I wanted so bad. And he said, he's with. He's always with you. 
he's always around you. And like that answered my question. Right. Like, is he, is he here? Like, does he, and he's always with me, always around me. That's cool. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm so excited. I mean, there was way more I could like, and this was just like 10 minutes and like, we didn't, you know, we're going to unpack some more stuff here. I can't wait to, like, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. This will be a, that'll be a fun episode. I just can't wait to hear his stories. Like how he, how this came, I want to know like how it came to be. I want to know everything about it. Right. Well, right. How he, yeah. like, how did you know? Like what happened? Like one day, did it just like happen? I can't wait. I'm so excited. So, so I know it's not eighties, nineties, but it kind of is because like he's into the eighties. You know what? And Even if it's a little off brand for us. Yes. <laughs> It doesn't matter because I think that you guys will enjoy it because I think yes. there's a lot of people that are interested in that kind of stuff like we are. I think so too. I think so too. So it's okay for us to be off-brand. Maybe we'll call it like MSCW off-brand. MSCW whatever. Yes. Like so-called whatever, whatever. Let's do that. That could be like a... That could be like a thing. Right. Every once in a while. We'll we do just, my so-called whatever, whatever. What do you guys think? We'll just talk about like serial killers one day. Oh, that would be fun. Or, or we'll talk about... I don't... I don't I don't know what else to talk about, <laughs> but we could talk about like, I don't know, anything, anything we wanted to MSCW, whatever. I love it. MSCW, whatever. My so-called whatever, whatever. <laughs> so should we intro? Yes. Okay. Now we can get into the episode. Okay. This is Brooke. And this is Nikki. And this is my so-called whatever. It is. Hey, guess what it is, you guys? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to the block party. Hey, and we, we leaving out nobody. Who? <laughs> All right. That was funny. We got a block party for you guys. So excited. Um, I think we should get right into it. What do you think? Um, Agreed. Do you want to read Kelly's amazing Joe McIntyre story? I would love to. I'm so excited. Let's do it. <clears throat> Hi, my name is Kelly, and I've been debating sending in my story for a couple years. After listening to the podcast with Joe and hearing Nikki talk about the emotional roller coaster she felt right before Joe came onto the show, it made me finally feel like I was ready to tell my story. Oh, We're so, so glad, glad you did. Yes. I think it was announced of the fact that every time I've had the chance to meet Joe, especially the first time, was more than I ever thought I would get. But afterwards, I would also feel depressed. Granted, I never, I've never been able to just sit and talk with him, so it was kind of overwhelming to go through the whole story. So, in 1989, two of my friends asked if I knew who New Kids were, and I remember saying, I think I had heard of them. They showed me a picture and asked which one I liked. It was the first picture I had seen of them. <laughs> I remember them playing some of their songs and me saying that I loved the songs and had recorded them off the radio, but didn't know who they were. And one of their moms was getting them tickets to their concert and asked if I wanted to go. I said yes, and my parents agreed. You lucky duck. Amazing. During the next few months, I started learning more about them and fell in love with them. The show was an experience that changed my life, literally. I was a competitive gymnast, and my life at at the time revolved around school, workouts, and competitions. And from that point forward, they became my escape. If I went to the gym or at school... I was listening to their music, watching their recorded videos from TV appearances, concerts, etc., writing to them or my many pen pals all over the world, or making little posters, signs, scrapbooks, or just writing I Love Joe over and over on notebook paper. 
With gymnastics comes a lot of injuries, fear, and stress. My mom, excuse me, my mom wouldn't let me quit, and I basically had no life. So So on my 18th birthday, I left home. Wow. Long story short, in 1994, I had gotten tickets to the Face the Music tour. Before it happened, I left my wallet with my tickets in it at the movies, and it was a late show. So by the time I got outside and realized I didn't have it, they were closed, and we drove back over there, and they finally let me back in to look for it. But it was gone. I ended up finding it in a dumpster behind the theater, empty, including my ID and paycheck. Oh, my gosh. And, of course, my ticket. The show was sold out, and I was devastated. Then shortly after they broke up, I was lost. I knew it was what they needed 100%, but unfortunately, I still felt abandoned. I never blamed them or anything. It was just my only outlet. I started feeling like I hated being a fan and blamed us as fans for everything they went through. Not because it was the fans' fault, but at the time, I just felt like we made things worse for them, and I just wanted to be able to get to know them without being labeled as a fan. Hey! Hear that. I I want to be Joe's friend. I know, buddy. We want to be good pals. So when Joe started his solo career, I finally felt like I could enjoy it without feeling pressured or stressed about my parents. So after his tour was over here, oh, so after his tour was over, he was doing a radio show appearance and live interview over the radio at Great America, a theme park near my city. I tried for a few weeks to win passes, and the night before he was supposed to be there, I was one caller away from being the 100th caller and didn't win. (sighs) I felt like it was just never going to happen. So I decided I was just going to go and have fun and not worry. We got a hotel room across from Great America and got there in the morning and waited all day. He finally got there and I was way up in front, which meant I couldn't see him. LOL. He was up on stage that had bars across the front and the radio station had their banner across it. So he was behind it. Oh my word. Yeah. I hadn't gotten much sleep, had been there all day and was feeling a bit defeated. Just when I was ready to give up, one of the DJs from the radio station came down the steps and grabbed my arm and said, come with me. She knew I had been there all day, though she hasn't seemed to care before this. I was crying, but kind of panicking because I didn't want him to see me crying. So she brought me up to the stage, paying, passing all the people who had won meet and greet passes, sat me at my own table across from him gave me water, and I got to be about three to four feet away from him for the rest of the radio show. OMG. Oh, that's amazing. At one point, one of the DJs brought me Joe's water bottle that he had been drinking from. (gasps) I was kind of insulted at first, thinking he was making fun of me, and asked if he wanted me to have it. At the end of the show, one of the DJs or radio station staff brought Joe over to me, and my friend got the whole thing on video. Which, let me just tell you, is Life. a classic. It's just gold. I bet some of you have seen this video. Okay, we saw it a couple of years ago. Or a long time yeah. ago. And we were like, who is this girl? Like, I need to hear your right. story. Because it was amazing. Right. And I think I... Was so amazing. I, on Twitter, I tweeted at her. I Twittered her. I tweeted... <laughs> Twitter? Nope. <laughs> I tweeted at her and I was like, hey, I'd love to hear this story. You know, like, this, this looks amazing. And this is it. This is the story. It's so cool. So, okay. Um, One of the DJs or radio station staff brought Joe over to me and my friend got the whole thing on video. I will attach pictures in a shortened video of this day. I watched this video every day for months after and was in awe that that it had happened and so grateful that it did. 
though also sad because it was over and he was gone. I can feel, I feel you, Flo. So there's a picture, <laughs> and then there's a little note. Stop what you're doing right now and watch this video. The video is on our website, guys. Yes. So you'll have to go in and take a look. My so-called whatever.com. And it's definitely there. I know I've, I have not done well in the past. Sometimes no, it is definitely there. I'm is, looking at it right now. It's already there. It's already there. So then there's... I love this picture of him looking at her. I do too. I was just looking at that one. I love it. He's like, hey, hi. He's he's such a young pup. He's like looking at her, like truly listening to her. Oh, so October cool. 23rd, 1999. So handsome. That was over 20 years ago. And oh he gosh. was handsome then and handsome now. Yeah, he is. I like that long hair. I'm not mad at it. No, not at all. So I want to run my fingers through it. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much yes, for writing Kelly, in. Thank you. We really, really appreciate it. I know she has more stories. Send Kelly. Send them our way. I know you have more stories, so please we send gotta, them our we, way. We need more stories. We need you more guys, stories, guys. We need more New Kids on the Block stories. Like, you guys. We need them. Stat. Yeah. All right. So thank you so much again. That was awesome. I'm I'm glad I finally got to hear the story. And I can't wait to hear the other stories. Same, same. So we've got another installment, which I'm very excited about, um, from Stephanie. And this one's entitled Stephanie's NKOTB Full Service Tour 2009. This- can't wait. Oh. <laughs> what? I said can't wait. Oh, okay. This is another one of my super long sagas because it does span four shows. But if you ever want to use it, feel free to pick out smaller parts if you need to. We're going to read the whole damn thing. In the spring of 2009, not only did the guys do a short warm-up tour, but they announced that they would be embarking on a potential final summer tour, the full service tour. Final, in quotes. Yikes. I feel like I remember. I feel like I remember this final thing. But I always said to you, what if this is the last year? Always. (laughs) Every time I would say to Brooke, what if this is the last year? We got to do it good. With the summer tour announced, we made our arrangements and planned our last hurrah, Concord, Irvine, Las Vegas, and Phoenix. Four shows in four days. I had a free ticket for the Concord and it's Concord and Irvine. No ticket for Vegas yet and five star for Phoenix. The day before Concord... Is it Concord? I would say Concord. Concord. Like Concord, New Hampshire, but okay. Concord. Concord. Somewhere else. The day before Concord, we did a little investigating, not quite stalking, and found out where the guys were staying on their day off. So Christina, her kitties, and myself headed out for an interesting night. We waited outside and saw jo- Jordan and Donnie leave together. And John walked out later by himself, but we had to wait at least two hours until they came back. But finally met them on their way back. Christina got to introduce her youngest, Jonathan, to his namesake, Jonathan Knight. Her hubs Aww. wouldn't go for Jordan. <laughs> so that was really cool. That is so cool. That really is. That's cute. John, meet John. He was named after you. Could you imagine? Can you imagine John's face? Oh. I bet he was like, oh. I bet he was like, he got that like light in his eyes. <laughs> I love that light in John's eyes. light in your eyes. What's that song? I don't know. When you spoke to me. Yeah. 
I'm not sure. It's by Blessed Union of Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're talking about. There's a light in your eyes. Color them wonderful. Yes. No, no that's not Blessed Union of Souls. That's another guy. That's Edwin McCain. Yes. This so is, what song are you talk, singing? Well, it's like, it's a song that like wasn't popular by them. Like it wasn't as popular as their like hit. Did you have the album? I think so. Oh, I didn't. I I think it actually may have been like another hit, like another single. But like not a hit single. But not a hit single. That's what I meant to say. Like it reached number 37 on Kesey Kesem. Probably. Probably. Okay. And maybe even higher. Uh, Who knows? Anyway, someone out there is a huge fan. Yes. <laughs> and they're like, what the F? Nikki, I know what you... It's called like light in your eyes or something like that. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I worked the day of the Concord show. Concord. And, but was the <laughs> at the venue by 4 p.m. My friend Carla and I had tickets near each other and we were about 15 rows back. Before the show, I was hanging out with the radio station I'd worked for since I still knew the crew, bumping NKOTB from my iPod. Cool. Then it was showtime. Synergy. This time, it was a different tour with two new group songs and two different solo sets for Jordan and Joey. It was an amazing time as usual. My highlight, of course, Popsicle. And one of our anthems, Five Brothers and a Million Sisters. And one of my favorite phrases was born out of this tour, John Knight, he's a freaking pimp, yo. Also, Jesse McCartney was an opening act of that tour. So bonus for me. I did not see Jesse McCartney. I did not either. But I do like Jesse McCartney. Yes. Donnie was hosting an after party in San Francisco, so we left two songs early to beat the rush. We already had passes, so we were off. Donnie showed up at around 1230 a.m. and played a few songs from the block, with some crowd sing-alongs and whatnot. And when he was making his way back to VIP, I got a pick with him. It was madness in the club, but it was cool to be there. After that, we went home to get what, what little rest we could for our big road trip the next day. We rolled seven people deep this tour, four grown women and three adolescent girls, Christina, Carla, Lorena, me, Tina, Maria, and Tamika. Tina and Maria are Christina's oldest kids, and Tamika is like her niece. Christina picked us up at about 10 a.m., and our voyage to, so- to SoCal was on. Traffic was so bad once we got down there that we didn't get to the venue until about 6 p.m. We should have been there around 4 p.m. for some perspective. Oh, no. We were about 20 rows back this time, but we still had a damn good time. We weren't necessarily winging at this tour, but we were playing a lot of things by ear. After the show, we had to make a plan to get to Vegas, so we waited until about 12.30 a.m., and sure enough, the baby daddy bus, Donnie and Danny, emerged from the Verizon Wireless Amphitheater. We planned to follow the bus to Vegas, about 250 miles, three and a half hours, just for the hell of it, but the BDB driver must have been insane because he was smashing it through the desert, like upwards of 85 to 90 miles an hour. We were able to keep up until about 30 minutes outside of Vegas when I redlined Christina's van. What does that mean? When I redlined Christina's van? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, anyways, as we rolled into Las Vegas, 
The sun was rising and one freeway exit before the palms, we looked up and saw two buses cruising together, the baby daddy bus and the dark night. I don't know if we dubbed it that or if it was pre <laughs> if it was a pre-existing name of the night's bus. We went over to the Palms where the show was and waited out back for a while. We saw Jordan and John enter the hotel, but no Donnie or Danny, even though they were parked outside. We couldn't check into our hotel across the street for a few hours anyways. So we hung out back. Sure as shit. I love it. After a couple hours, Donnie came out and met the 10 to 15 or so girls that were waiting to see him. Good old Donnie. Giving the people what they want. Just another example why we love him. That is the truth. That is the hashtag that truth. That is the truth, truth, truth. Once it became a reasonable hour to check in, we skedaddled over to our hotel. I napped for as long as I could, then awoke to find out that there weren't any many tickets left, and I needed to act fast. We went over to the Palms and got whatever tickets were left, and that was good enough for me, or good enough for us. While we were over there, we met up with some friends, Kathy, Katie, and Katie from Idaho, who had been part of our five-star group in the Fresno earlier that year as we were sitting at the slots danny walked out of the elevator area we took a group pick so that was awesome we went back to our hotel to get ready and about 6 p.m we went back over to the palms our seats were pretty high up and i don't know what it was but i was really really emotional and cried two or three times throughout the show oh it was really close to the end of the tour and we didn't know when or even if there would be another one so emotions were running high when they went into the audience to do single, Donnie was perched right below us and spotted Lorena and tried coming up to our level, but there was no direct way to come up. It was cool to be so close to him, but such a different angle. We didn't get the pimp John chant in Vegas, but we came prepared with signs anyways. And KOTB had added this Michael Jackson tribute video into their show as soon as he passed away. But during the two shows before Vegas, it wasn't being played anymore. We were disappointed because Lorena's graphic made it into the video, but he, we wanted to see it live with our own eyes. However, in Vegas, they added it back to the show. It was another emotional moment. And we freaked out a bit. After the show, as excited as I was, I knew I needed sleep. So we skipped the after party at the Playboy Club and went to the bed instead. Do you want to read the rest? Sure. Okay. In the morning, we checked out early because we had to get to Phoenix by 4.15 p.m. for our meet and greet. We met with our caravan, decorated our cars, and then we took one swing by the palms and saw that the baby daddy bus and Joey's bus hadn't left yet. Again, we needed a route to the next city, and since they had to be there when we had to be there, we waited for them to leave. They left together, but BDB bus turned off, and all the cars following went with it, but we, on the other hand, stayed with Joey's bus. Our drive to Phoenix was twice as long as it could have been, because trucks and buses aren't allowed to drive over the Hoover Dam, which would have been the most direct route. Instead, we drove out of Nevada, back into California, then finally down and over to Arizona. We kept up with Joe's bus all the way to Phoenix, and once we exited the freeway, the bus pulled over at McDonald's. We didn't know why or what was going on, so we jumped out and Tina held up her I'm 13 and in love with Joy McIntyre sign, and he saw it. Sidebar. Sidebar. Tina recycled this sign every year and updated it with her current age until she was 18. And it said, I'm finally 18 and still in love with Joey McIntyre. That is adorable. That is adorable. We saw him come to the front of the bus. Then he read the sign and called Tina over. She was losing her freaking mind. 
and I had to drag her over to him. He came off the bus and it was effing amazing. He was the only one I hadn't met outside of a five star during that entire reunion year and we were due for a new pick. I took my pick and Tina got hers and he signed her sign. He met everyone else and that was that. Side side sidebar. I was wearing freaking track shorts and a tank top and I never showed that much flab. But when it came to Joe Mac, I didn't care. <laughs> I have loved that guy since I was five years old and I wasn't going to let my insecurities stop me from meeting my boo. Hell yes. Had I actually thought he would stop for us, I probably would have reconsidered that ensemble. But nevertheless, all was worth it. At that point, it was approaching 120 degrees in downtown Phoenix. And mind you, we were traveling in a van in mid-July with seven people <gasps> and no air conditioning. Oh my gosh. It was brutal. We were disgusting and sweating profusely, but we actually had no plans to get a hotel. We were going to go to the show and immediately turn around and drive 12 hours home. Oh my gosh. We were bold and stupid. Ha ha ha. (laughs) So I was like, F it. We're getting a hotel and getting ready there. Best 80 bucks I've ever spent. Yeah. Thank you, Hyatt Downtown Phoenix, for allowing us a half a day rate. Oh, that was nice. That's nice. They must have known how ridiculous we were for what we were attempting and felt bad. We headed over to the venue and had to wait in more disgusting heat before being let inside. Our group was almost perfect, except we had one extra Joe girl. How that happened, I will never know. We went into the meet and greet and I went right to Joe and thanked him for being so cool with Tina earlier. My fellow Joe girl, it was only supposed to be the two of us, walked in and was so disappointed because Joe's other arm was occupied by someone who wasn't supposed to be there. I felt so bad because the girl on Joe's arm claimed that she didn't care who she was next to. Which obviously... That's not cool. Which obviously she did because she went right for him. I was like, wait. And Joey was like, what? What does she want? Talking about the girl who was supposed to be with him all along. And I was like, she wants you. So the first pick was about to be taken and I was next to him. But right before the second pick, I grabbed her and switched places. I couldn't do that to a fellow Joe girl, even though I wasn't the shady one in the first place. Oh, you are awesome. That wouldn't have set well with me. Besides, I had my own pick with him from three hours before, so who am I to deny someone else that privilege? After the meet and greet and Lorena's fourth Johnny tattoo was drawn, we went in, found our seats, and enjoyed the show. Thanks to our signs, we did get the John Knight, he's a freaking pimpio chant going, and that was awesome. A fan had made a thousand flyers that either said, please don't go, or we love you, and pass them out to the audience with instructions to hold them up during I'll Be Loving You Forever. And that was so touching. I didn't ball out of control, but I was emotionally distraught. And the guys were so moved that four out of five cried a little bit. It was a beautiful thing. And Donnie got on the mic and says, we'll make a deal. We please won't go if you all please won't go. (gasps) Done, sir. Donnie. Donnie, you're so sweet. I know. You are a national treasure, truly. It was so cute because at the end of the show, Elijah got on stage and sang Step 5 during Step by Step and also thanked the audience after Hanging Tough, and it was adorable. It's crazy that he's a grown-ass adult now. Donnie came out to meet fans after the show and at one point brought Elijah out to meet them as well, and it was so cute because he was signing autographs as he was sitting on his daddy's shoulders. Carla had bought him some M&M stickers from Vegas, so the girls got to give the stickers to Elijah in person. He thought it was for an autograph, but they were like, no, Elijah, they're for you. They're a gift. 
And he was so cute and polite. He thanked them and then showed Donnie too precious. When Donnie was done signing everything for the crowd to thank the girls for the stickers, he called them over and took a a picture with them with Elijah still on his shoulders. I don't know if I am way off base, but I feel like selfies weren't as common then. So pictures of the guys were oftentimes uh, maybe because they took a lot of time to arrange. So we were more likely to get autographs and pictures. And this night, Donnie wasn't really doing pictures except with the girls. Donnie being Donnie, man, I tell ya. Anyways, we thought the baby daddy bus would swing by Waffle House like they often did on that tour. So we followed it. But in the middle of following it, Donnie sent out a tweet saying that all the soldiers waiting at Waffle House should disperse because the bus driver was not going to be able to stop and had to drive 20 hours straight to Denver. At that point, we pulled off the bus's trail and turned around to begin the trek back home. It was a long ride, but we made do. Bumped NKOTB the whole way home, and if we weren't sleeping, we were basking in all the new kids' glory. Definitely one trip I will never forget. This is one of the most comprehensive and well-documented road trips we took for NKOTB, so there, there is a lot of content to go with it. The attached video is our journey from Irvine to Vegas, and although irre- irrelevant to this particular story, there is a Nick Lachey reference from another NKOTB road trip. And here is that video so you understand what the hell we're talking about. Yes. So there's she has some videos on here. Yeah. And then she reads, some of the videos are kind of trash, but I'm sending all the content I have from this tour. Good, bad, and ugly. Ha, ha, ha. Road trip sing along. So there's all kinds of videos, guys. All kinds. And they're already on the site. They're all there. Like, I'm scrolling through them now. There's, like, 12 videos or something crazy, plus pictures. And um, go check it out on our website. Yes. That was amazing, Stephanie. So cool. Thank you so much. Yes. I love your stories. I do, too, because I feel like I'm there. And, Stephanie, send us some instinct stories, too. Yes. We want to hear them. Yes. 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 Please. And Backstreet Boy stories. Please. You might have some Backstreet Boy stories. I know you're an NSYNC fan, but were you a Backstreet Boys fan too? I mean, we were NSYNC fans, closet Backstreet fans. That's we true. don't have any Backstreet stories. No, we don't. No. Um, Hopefully we will someday. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Yes, I would love that. I think we should go to that concert. I think so too. I think it'd be fun. I think we should go. It's done. We're going. Uh, when is it again? I don't know, but we're going. Next summer? Yeah. So... Stephanie, thank you. Thank you. You're amazing. You are amazing. All of y'all are amazing. You are, you guys. So that's it. That is it. We read our stories. Yes. We were oh, and we were gonna do a Halloween episode for yes, you. Yes, we were. But some things came up and we were unable to do it. So I apologize for you guys who were waiting for a Halloween episode. It, it, that some was stuff, that some was last stuff week. came up. Yeah, that, the yeah. one last week was the was the Halloween yeah. one. If you haven't yeah. listened to it yet, and we and we're probably gonna get red, so right. that can be so like, like paranormal, like, uh, paranormal, right? Yeah. So we'll have like a continuation. Perfect. Yeah. I can't wait. Me either. So thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Send us your stories. Yes. Have a good week. Happy Halloween. Yes. Saturday. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, it's, yeah, Saturday. Saturday. It's Saturday. Yeah. Happy Halloween, guys. Happy Halloween. Eat lots of candy. Yeah. Unless you're diabetic. Right? Then don't. <laughs> then don't. Get sugar-free candy. Yeah. I got some really good candy that's 100 calories for a whole bag of candy. Are you serious? Yeah, I got it at Target. And they have they have peach rings. 
Oh, I don't like peach rings. And they have, um, what's the other one that I got? I like orange slices. Oh, I like those too, but that's not what I got. Um, yeah. I think they're all oh, Swedish fish. Well, I like Swedish fish. So. So we'll have some snacks. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, Talk guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.